0: I wanna get to a point where I'm famous enough to have my own production company. You know, like a lot of production companies have very familiar sounds like, I made this, and uh, in front, and all that stuff. I want, (laughs) I just want one that's just like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh! And you have to like, listen to the fart happen.
1: Because it's so long. And it's just so
0: long, it's like. (laughs) That's what I want. (laughs) Simple ask. There's a story
2: behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. Share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Hey, everybody, welcome to Junk Drawer. My name is Josh.
1: Hey, I'm Kevin. This is
0: Kevin. Did you hear my voice cry? Like, hey, everybody, welcome to Junk Drawer. I'm working on a show, Kevin. I'm in a play. That's
1: very, that's very, I was very Bobby Brady.
0: Right? I, uh, I'm time not to go-
1: change. <laughs> what are you drinking,
0: Josh? I'm drinking a Topo Chico hard seltzer. Is that
1: the same one from last episode? No, this
0: is a different one. Oh, actually, it's the same flavor. Oh, but okay. It's a different, Different. Uh, I've moved on to another seltzer. Excellent. Excellent. I'm, I have not been nursing this in between episodes. <laughs> what are past. you drinking, or are you even drinking?
1: I am drinking, and I'm still uh, dr- uh, drinking a different, but same. A different, m- but same. Maplewood brownie points. Oh!
0: brownie point Here in chicago, definitely again, not drinking anything from howard street brewery today which did is not a, big get a chance bummer. to
1: get to the northern uh, point of the city the northernmost tap room uh, 1617 west howard howard street brewing uh run by chuck patello um it is a I'm fantastic to build a brewery in the middle of chicago man i'm going all the way to the
2: top i'm going to the northernmost point the tippy tip babies on
1: thursdays josh will be at howard street brewing dressed and as Macho and Man. The Macho Man. And he'll be playing board games. So go see him. I've
2: been looking for a particular brewery to bring my macho savagery into the ionosphere.
1: <laughs> he loves talking about the ionosphere. The ionosphere. I don't even know what that fucking is, but it's, it's beyond the stratosphere. Um, should we fucking dig in and see what we got in the drawer there? Yeah, yeah, let's see what's going on. Yeah. Let's, let's see what's on the junk drawer. Riturn Craig. It turned Craig. Why don't you lead on us, brother?
2: <laughs> what the hell is it? Here?
1: Yep. Got
0: it! Oh, Kevin! What is it, dude? Oh, Kevily Kevs. What Josh you Josh? Here's the thing. I'm not going off script like we did last episode.
1: Uncharted? You're not you're charted I'm now. I'm
0: not uncharted.
1: But you are just so just I where am you're charted. so
0: very charted this episode. I am I am so in the zone that uh you are looking for me if you're lost in the woods. <gasps> I am at base camp with this. Uh oh. Because intern Craig has pulled out of the junk drawer uh-huh. a snippety snappity. What? Trick gum!
2: Whoa! Snappity trick gums, babes! Right. Also, my
0: OnlyFans page. <laughs> Here's the thing about trick gum. I have one really awesome fact
1: about trick gum And that's it. Really? But that's, I mean, this is uh, because now, if I'm not mistaken, there's like different types of trick gum, Sure, there's
0: trick gum, there's shock gum, which, by the way, were used by Iraqi soldiers to torture people back in the day. That's real. I did find that fact. What? Didn't find that to be particularly joyful. But for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, the trick gum, it looks like a pack of juicy fruit. All right, going back even further, juicy fruit is a kind of gum. (laughs) Going back even further, we used to chew gum gum back in the before times, right? Before vapes. Uh, Basically, it was sticks of goo that you would chew in your mouth and blow bubbles. But uh, because of like pranksters and uh, such. They in they would put a, a very small mouse trap into a, a standard pack of gum.
1: That's the one I knew. Yeah,
0: right. And then they'd be like, "Here, have some gum," and you wouldn't say no to that. Everybody I fucking love gum, especially juicy
1: fruit. It's great. Yeah, for Like a, three seconds, three
0: second, three second jolt, man. Give me that fucking flavor. And then you pull the piece out, and, and then you get snapped in the finger, and then you question your friendship. Or if it's the shock gum, you you by touching the gum, you complete a circuit. Or by pulling it out, you complete a circuit, and then you get a mild electric shock. Both of which,
1: very unpleasant. Very unpleasant.
0: But, classic. And funny. Old school.
1: Oh. Hilarious to watch. I love how old gags... Most old gags were how they can hurt you. Yeah, very like it was painful. something that would fall on you or snap you or shock you. They didn't, have, they you didn't have a or,
0: lot of they didn't have a lot of stimulus back in the day, so they had to really go for it. We have Hulu now. Yeah,
1: they learned so, how, they learned how to connect batteries and shock <laughs> people. And they were, yeah, you know, golden. it's like,
0: hey man, I figured out how to make this potato and light a light bulb. You know, it'd be really funny. Whatever, you put your dick in it. <laughs> hey, uh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. I have this is my hey, one sorry, fact
1: mouthful of maplewoods. Finest this is one of points.
0: my my one fact about the snapping gum. Okay, that you found in your junk drawer that I'm going to give you. Who do you think <sighs> invented the snapping gum?
1: Oh, I guarantee you, it was our dear friend, Mister Ass Backwards.
2: Soren Sorenson Adams.
1: Hey! that guy. I was actually thinking about him yesterday. Yeah, Yay! X got my cat's like yeah. Yeah.
0: Soren Sorensen Adams, our old friend and best pal, absolutely one of his original creations. One of the OG snapping yeah? guns. Okay. So, so the snapping gum uh, is in the 1920s. And then from there on, he produced over 600 novelty items, 40 of which were patented. God bless you, Soren Sorensen. Sam to his friends. Adams. Old Sammy. Old ass backwards. For those of you who are just joining us, if you just look at his initials, there's the mm-hmm. Paul backwards. Anywho, so I thought you'd be really them. pleased to learn that the snapping gum trick is an uh, original Soren, and Adams creation.
1: I When we started this podcast, most of our list was like old gags and old toys, because it's how we kind of got talking mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. show. Uh, and I, f- I think we both found very quickly that most of the things we talked about or wanted to talk about were all from Soren, Sorens, Sorens and Adams. Adams, all the same company. Like, he was the fucking gag Can't king. Can't wait
0: to get the Patreon started to make that documentary. Oh, my I God. feel like he needs to be heralded. He is the actual Marvin Acme. He was the original gag king. He, every single thing you know about that, that Pee Wee found in the shop mm-hmm. but when he was starting off Pee Wee's big adventure. It is Soren, Soren. Every joke shop you've ever been to, Soren, Sorens and Adams. R.I.P. Every Halloween fun. shop, every spirit Halloween place, Soren, Sorens Sorenson and Adams.
1: And I feel like
0: the, the, we need to do the Johnson like and uh, what was that? The Johnson,
1: catalog. Johnson, Johnson?
0: Not Johnson, Johnson. Johnson Smith catalog. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I feel like, I feel like Also,
0: bought a bunch of shit from ass backwards. Oh my God, he's amazing. In the end, it's all about Swords Sorenson Adams.
1: And I feel like we need like a really. Soren, Sorenson Adams. We feel like. Sorens,
2: like, Sorenson Adams. Oh my God.
1: Absolute king macho of the, man, the fucking Sorenson, Sorenson Adams. No, macho
2: man. Did. Macho man doesn't need to swear. <laughs> he doesn't need to add any eccentricities to his vocabulary. For it is already at a higher caliber of
1: speech. I hate you so goddamn much. I'm sorry sometimes. that that's how no, this it's episode all right. gets it's started. It's totally fine. Anyway, um, yes,
0: yeah, Soren Sorensen Adams, documentary in the making.
1: But I also feel like we need like one of those good, like, lifetime heavy dramatic retellings of his life. Not like a what documentary, if his life you
0: know? is not even that interesting. It's just like. No, it's fine. Well, just it just sounds like. Be. He's just like Edwin. I thought things would be funny, and it turns out they were, <laughs> and that's it. I lived a lovely life. So um that is all I have so about it doesn't snapping say gum and it does shock gum
1: you didn't find, you couldn't find anything about nope. like why they were like let's do a mousetrap nope, or nope, let's do nothing. shock
0: actually the only thing I was able to find were uh were pricings on if you find an original, 19, if you find snapping gum dating back to the 1920s and mm-hmm. it's a Soren Sorens and Adams like OG original package, it's worth a ton of money.
1: Like what's a ton of money? in the, in uh, the candy thousands in the, in of that. dollars. Really?
0: Yeah, For it's a, a p- it's a big time money maker. That one. So if you're a collector and you go behind your radiator and you find this old, like if you were at a Halloween shop in the <laughs> 70s and you were just like, I just brought it. Why would I'm gonna you buy fucking this.
1: randomly find that behind your radiator? Because well, you're a
0: collector and you have, like, if you have this, you've already sold it. But I'm saying, like, if oh, you if have you anything, this, you if you have a Soren Sorenson it, Adams original, they're worth money. Uh, also, the rubber pencil I learned was really? also invented by Soren Sorenson Adams.
1: What a weird gag that is, too. Is it a gag? Yeah, I guess it is because people are like, just "I'm going to a floppy, it. floppy it's pencil a floppy that doesn't pencil. work. No. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's a gag when you try do to it give to somebody a pencil.
0: If someone's like, here, can I get a pencil? And you give it to them and it bends, they're like,
1: God, this I don't is know funny. how that's
0: funny. What is this? But if you give somebody a piece of gum and it snaps their fingers so hard that they like double down jackass style yeah. out of the ground, hilarious. So instead... Of talking about the snapping gum because there really is nothing else to say about it. Because I don't know if you ever experienced it. Like, did you ever have somebody pull that on you? No. Back I, in your day? I
1: almost bought it a few times, but I didn't get that. You're I was not always... a cruel person. Well, no, I was one of the other gags, like the Joy Buzzer or something like that. Sure.
0: Well, they're more fun. Yeah. This is weird. This is dark and weird. I don't
1: know. I kind of dig it. I think it's funny. But like, hey, I'm going to offer you something sweet and it fucks you up. I think that's just mean. Well, you know what? I'm also kind of an asshole. so sometimes it's I like <laughs> if it's if it's like annoying mean. Or if it's like doesn't do any like major harm, it's a prank and it's fun and it's a good time. Interesting. If you were like to roll up and just like stuff like with jackass, like you were all of a sudden like get, hit me with a fucking taser or a back well, across the back of the legs or something hit like you that. With an actual mouse right? Jab. Yeah, that kind of shit. I'm like nah. But if you were like, oh my finger got me, and then you were like ha ha, and then gave me some real gum, that's the thing.
0: Oh, so you're you gotta, talking about like a post joke? You got to back up. You got to back it up gum. by actually giving you a piece of gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well. I mean, just getting a piece of gum from anybody is very nice. It is. But there is really nothing else I could find about this thing. Not even like uh, how popular it was... Because it was always lumped into stories about Sorens, Sorens, and Adams. Oh. So instead, what we're going to do—talk
1: about juicy—we're fruit. going to
0: talk about gum. Oh, just because gum. And junk? You'll find some gum in your junk drawer. Oh,
1: I've found—I have found all sorts of sticks gum sticks
0: and sticks on sticks, yeah. racks on racks,
1: racks on racks. Uh, so, Kevin, do a lot you know of Halloween gum?
0: Yeah. Do you know uh, how long chewing gum has been in existence in human history, as far
1: as we know? Ancient Sumerians.
0: Close the Neolithic period. Ooh. The there was a five thousand year old piece of chewing gum made from birch bark tar with teeth imprints that was found in Finland. Cool. Back in the day, the tar from which the gum was made was uh, believed was believed to have had. Antiseptic properties and medicinal benefits, which you'll find is totally very
1: true. Makes sense.
0: Uh throughout the ages. So we're talking this has been in humanity's history as long as humans have been humans.
1: What is it about us that likes to chew something? Without oh, I'm gonna get to that. It.
0: There's a there's a whole reasoning behind all that. Oh my this.
1: god, well let's get to it. Uh,
0: now we're getting to the Mayans and the Aztecs. All right. They were the first to exploit the positive properties of gum. Uh they use chicle, which is a, a tree gum. So yes, as you, I said the word, and, you, and your eyes lit up. We're oh. going to get to that. That is a hundred percent where this is going. Really? Uh, it's uh, so chicle is is tree gum, and uh-huh. it's used. So tree gum, it, it's kind of not what you think. It's like uh, polysaccharides. Um, it, it has to do with like it's like tree sap mm-hmm. is essentially what it is, uh, and that it, yeah, it's a botanical gum, and you find that mostly in in seed coatings. Mm, uh, but they would use that as a base. Coatings. So you have to understand, gum itself has a bunch of different properties. Uh, there's the gum, and then there's the flavors, and then there's the after flavors. We'll get to the chemical stuff when we get into the science a- portion after of all this. Flavors. But we're wow. not into that yet. Okay. Uh, so basically, chicle was a tree gum used as a base for mm-hmm. making a gum like substance. And what they used that for was to stick things together. So it was oh, okay. like, like, like an, an adhesive. adhesive.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: you had ancient Greece. Uh, the Greeks used mastic gum which Mm. was made from the resin of the mastic tree Uh, mastic gum like birch bark tar has antiseptic properties and was also used to maintain oral health.
1: So does that have anything to do with masticating? Because Is isn't masticating chewing? Yes, oh. masticating
0: means chewing, and we're gonna get in there's gonna you're gonna hear that word a lot as we get into oh, this. God damn because it. Because people I love fucking hearing that word. love to grind. Why? Young. Is it just um, the human grind? Man. Now the gum you know uh really started in, in the Americas with the American uh the Native Americans. Right. Uh, they chewed resin made from the sap of spruce trees. Mm. Then the New England settlers picked up this in eighteen forty eight. John B. Curtis sold the first commercial chewing gum called the State of Maine Pure Spruce Gum.
1: <laughs> what a terrible fucking what name. A, not snappy. Not snappy. It doesn't roll off how the tongue. How
0: do you ask somebody like, hey, hey, Althesia, <laughs> do get a you piece want some of? State of Maine Pure Spruce Gum? So to sweeten the gum, the basically back in the day, the gum wasn't sweet. It had kind of a piney taste. Oh, no, because
1: it's fucking sat from a tree.
0: You're basically vampiring a tree, Mm -mm. you're fucking deep throating some spruce (laughs) and then like getting a fucking cum shot in the mouth, a fucking sticky sap, and then then being like I'm so bored, this is entertaining. i noise. I believe in witches. Anyway, uh, but to to sweeten it. You would get a plate of powdered sugar, and you would dip the gum into it to maintain its sweetness. Okay. So imagine how gross that would be. Oh god! Hanging out with a bunch of people making fucking mouth sounds like chop 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 chop, chop, chop." chop. and then they'd spit this this sap root into the sap juice into their hands, dip it in powdered sugar, put it back in their mouth, nom nom nom, and then put that powdered sugar back in the cabinet, right the fuck back into the thing. And then after a while, you'd be like, there has got to be a better way. The first flavored chewing gum was created in the 1860s by John Colgan, okay, uh, who mixed powdered sugar and the aromatic flavoring tolu, which is a powder obtained from the extract of the balsam tree, okay, and created small sticks of flavored chewing gum called taffy tolu. Taffy tolu. And he came up with this, he was a pharmacist back in the day, and he noticed this when he saw young children chewing on tree sap, because kids were bored even then. Like, you just saw a bunch of kids fucking walking up to trees and being like, nom. Oh, And yeah. then be like, what the fuck are They've, you little idiots doing? Kids did
1: no shit. My grandfather said the first tube of toothpaste he ever got in school thought it was candy and ate it, because nobody really told him what toothpaste was. That's fucking awesome. Yep.
0: Now, John Colgan... Uh, took his idea to the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago, sold the taffy tulu, mm. and uh, this is where William Wrigley Jr. <gasps> oh, I know came that across the chewing gum, and that is where Wrigley got the idea. Wrigley Field, Wrigley Towers, Wrigley, Wrigley Building, Wrigley Chicago, Wrigley Mars. John Colgan fades into history. So wow. now John Wrigley takes this
1: on. Well, both John.
0: Sorry. William, oh, and so yeah, let's strike that. So William Wrigley takes it on, and now we have Chicago. So there you go.
1: Both Johns?
0: No, no, William. You, I thought you were gonna edit it out, but you didn't. <laughs> I meant to say William Wrigley
1: and Jr., John John Colgate Colgate John Humpback. He's more in a toothpaste now.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's Colgate. This oh, is Colgan. Gotcha. So yeah, no, John Colgan fades into history. William Wrigley Jr. becomes Wrigley Gum and you, Chicago. Modern <laughs> chewing gum was first developed in the 1860s when Chickle mm-hmm. was brought from uh, Mexico by General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana to New York when he gave it to Thomas Adams for use as a rubber substitute. Now, you have to understand, the base of gum is actually is, is rubber.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a type of rubber. Uh, Thomas Adams was a 19th century American scientist Who is regarded as the founder of the chewing gum industry? Uh, John Colgan would be the guy who created the first flavored gum. Uh, Thomas Adams was the one who created the chewing gum industry because Mexicans brought the Mexican general brought that to him. So none of these people created this. Oh no, they patented it and sold it.
1: See again. Everything we talk about is all about patents. Patents. This this show should be called fucking Patent Drawer.
0: Patents is white guy for mine now. Right? Uh, Chewing gum gained worldwide popularity through American GIs in World War II who were supplied chewing gum as a ration and traded it with locals. So that's how it became super popular in the world was because all the GIs were out there being like, hey, try put this in your mouth, huh? Now, back in the day, uh, it was a... It was a different kind of rub of tree sap that they used, but in the 1960s, the U.S. manufacturers switched it to butadiene-based synthetic rubber as it was cheaper to manufacture. Okay. So basically, you chewing rubber, Just and we're going to get to the the science in a second.
1: Old tires and your meal.
0: So here's how here's how gum works.
1: You put you, it in your mouth. You put it in your you mouth. Chew it with your you teeth, chew it, and you spit you it out spit when it, it tastes out, like shit.
0: And you pay money to do it again. Mm-hmm. It's the ultimate roller coaster.
1: Great show, everybody.
0: Um, gum base is what gum is made out of. Okay, gum base is the non. Here's the here's the scientific description of it. It's the non nutritive, non digestible, water insoluble, masticatory delivery system used to carry sweeteners, flavors. and... And other substances in chewing gum and bubble gum. So basically, it is the base that is designed to chew, and that's it. It is a flavor delivery system. That's it. That's all it is. I want
1: that all in a t-shirt. I it want all that explanation. The it
0: basic, the, provides the basic textural and masticatory properties of gum. The actual composition of gum base is usually, Kevin, a trade secret.
1: What do you... Why? So, what?
0: Because the people that manufacture these things don't want you to know how they make it. They don't want their competitors to know how they make their particular gum base. Because gum base is the, like, tactile part of the gum. It's the part that makes it fun. Like, Bubble Yum is super right. soft. Right, right. Uh, like, Trident is kind of chalky. Mm. Like, they all have their different... Fl- and, have but the it, jam. it also yeah. hits certain marks with certain mouthfeels. And they also have Some people want it chalky. Some people want that pain. They want a big piece chewy. They want to flare up their TMJ. The flavoring additives are a different thing altogether. And
1: that's the thing, too. The key, I think, to most gum companies is like, how long can you keep the flavor going? Because as we know, Fruit Strike Gums uh, is one of the most delicious gum flavors out there, but only lasts for about 0.5 seconds. Juice fruit's right behind it.
0: The FDA allows uh, 46 different chemicals under it. the umbrella of gum base. Jesus. And only the company that that mixes those those different types of chemicals will be able to tell you what their gum base is because like barbecue sauce, they don't want their secret out. The polymers that make up the main component of chewing gum bases are hydrophobic and that like they're is essential. scared of water. Because it allows... Yeah, it's terrified. (laughs) cannot watch this new (laughs) avatar. Not going to want to watch it. James Cameron, not their best friend. I love
1: water. Still don't give a fuck.
0: Basically what this means, technically, it allows for the retention of physical properties throughout the mastication process because the polymers of gum repel water. The water-based saliva system in a consumer's mouth will dissolve the sugars and flavorings in chewing gum, but not the gum itself Itself.
1: and that's why it gets harder because you're chewing all the shit out of it Right.
0: so the gum base is the most important because they want you to chew it for longer the flavors will come and go that is a a totally different thing that is added later
1: because I mean you know I mean you fucking rock out a piece of gum 30 minutes the flavor's gone but next thing you know you realize next two hours later you're still rocking that same piece of gum
0: because the gum base itself is hydrophobic and the juice in your mouth is just like no I don't want it and it just bounces it back Yeah. so it just sits in your mouth forever now,
1: shit. Just saying this, all, just so far already, I now have started craving some gum.
0: Yeah, some cravings because it's 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 innate Especially in humanity. Gum. Like we, I we, want some bubble gum. We love to chew,
1: mm. uh, but we also
0: love to blow bubbles. Yeah, bubble gum bubbles are formed when the tension and elasticity of gum polymers acts against the constant and equally dispersed pressure of air being directed into the gum bolus. So, like the bolus is the piece, right? Right. Uh, bubblegum <clears throat> bubbles are circular, right? Like I know what you're fucking, far- yeah, no, but that's, but that's what it means. But I, I do love that. We've done this enough that you're like, I heard the word bolus and I assume that's just the thing we're talking about. We know we have, because in science. science, everything has a name, but it basically mm-hmm. just is the thing. So why is a bubble gum, uh, a bubble in a, bu- why is bubblegum bubbles? Why am bubblegum bubble ups? Dude,
1: you doing so good tonight. <laughs> you're doing so good. Why are good. they
0: circular? Um, and here's why. Pressure from the focused air being directed into the bolus, which is the gum, mm-hmm. acts equally on all of the interior surfaces of the gum. And this is my favorite word I've learned so far. <laughs> CUD.
1: Oh. So yeah. when you're
0: chewing the gum, it goes from a bolus
1: to a cud. into a cud. Yep. Same as the same uh, as a cow.
0: Uniformly pushing outward on all surfaces as it extends. So basically, gum makes a perfect circle. Well, perfect esque circle, because when you blow into it, it reacts equally on all sides to blow outward. Seriously. And that's why it becomes a bubble.
1: I want some hubba bubba. As the right bubble
0: now. expands, the polymers of the gum base stretch and the surface begins to thin. That's how that works. But what about the flavor? What happened to the flavor? Flavor delivery is extended throughout the mastication process by timed release of different flavor components due to the physical chemical properties of many of chewing gum's ingredients. Wow. So that's interesting because some gum components are more soluble in saliva than gum base. And because over time, flavor components desire to increase their entropy and entropy is, you know, how well they how long they last in your mouth. Yeah. Basically, they different types of chemicals that make up different flavors last longer, and that's why you taste different flavors over time.
1: Because they release at different times because yes. of the well, they don't really. It's not even that they it's release. It's not even a release. It's, it's because you're hitting that point in their makeup, and, and then the, they and go away,
0: and then you're hitting the next thing because right. they you've absorbed that flavor. And now you're hitting the next flavor, and then eventually it just tastes like mouth. During the first <laughs> three to all right. So here's here's the here's the math. During the first three to four minutes of the chew, okay. as it is called, bulking agents like sugar or sorbitol have the highest solubility and are chewed first. Then they dissolve and they slide down your throat and they're no longer retained in the gum base or perceived by the chewer. Mm-hmm. During the next phase of the chew, in the four to six minute range, intense sweeteners... And some acids are dissolved and chewed out these last slightly longer the bulking agents because they have lower solubility okay then you get the 10 to 15 minutes you get the the encapsulated flavors and then 30 to 45 minutes uh is like the end of the chew typically wow
1: i love how it's i never thought about it being broken down like that in time frames finally
0: during the last phase of the chew softeners like corn syrup and glycerin are dissolved resulting an affirming of the gum and the end of the chew. So chewing gum is a chemical experiment, wow. and you're getting all the flavors first, and then they last as long as they last, giving way to the next round of flavors, which lasts as long as they last, and then you're getting into the corn syrup and all the other things that soften the gum, and then at the end you just just chewing rubber, a lump of shit, just a lump. So that's of why shit.
1: like some. Better gums, the flavor lasts longer, the chew lasts longer. Better flavoring components. Uh, for example, like I love, um, I, uh, <laughs> I still get an Easter basket every Easter for my mom. Your Easter and basket. I love the robin egg gum. That okay, yeah. looks like the yeah. robin eggs, right? It's like yellow and pink and blue and blah, blah, blah. But that shit, it's kind of like fruit stripe. You chew it for a couple seconds and then it's done and then it's hard, and I will rock through like half a box of that sure. in like a chew. And
0: this is because all of the flavoring components that have been put into the bolus, uh, uh, they dissipate into your, they disperse into your mouth faster. And therefore, by the time you get to the, the final part of the chew, uh, you're just chewing the bolus.
1: That's why bubblelicious Watermelon is the best. Because they let that shit last for a long time. You get good watermelon flavor out for a while and it stays soft for a long time.
0: I'm sorry, you're not just chewing the bolus,
1: you're chewing the cud. Oh yeah, the cud, like a moo cow. the cud. Boy. Why do we
0: do this? Kevin, why do we chew gum?
1: Uh, we are obsessed with our mouths. So it
0: turns out in 2011 they found that there was strong evidence of improvement for working memory, episodic memory, and perception. Really? So that actually it actually helps your brain. However, the improvements were only evident when chewing took place prior to a cognitive test. The precise mechanism by which gum chewing improves cognitive function is not very well understood. Oh. But they do know it does work. Chewing gum helps you think. Makes you smarter. Makes you smarter. What? Why aren't you chewing gum?
1: Which is always fucked up because they tell you not to chew gum in school.
0: A systematic review of these suggests that gum chew- chewing... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was waiting. Oh, this whole It was episode. it was such a it was such this a short episode, journey. We've had gum, so gum such gum, a short Finally journey. we hit the hard seat. And
0: I wrote this out. Uh, a systematic <laughs> you gargling of gum? just some fucking man just jam. Gargling just, gum. Fucking, just some fucking junk jam. Just rocking. Welcome up. to junk jam. Where to we slam you j- with j- your, j- your basic juices. Junk jam. Um gum chewing is uh, also a form of sham feeding. Sham feeding is uh, essentially a useful treatment in therapy. Okay. Um, so like open uh, open abdominal or pelvic surgery uh, or, or things like that where it takes you a little while to reform your muscles again to teach your, your muscles how to work. Um, you basically use sham feeding as a way of reestablishing how your body is supposed to work. Okay. It produces saliva it remind it your body essentially is thinking that it's eating and is that so why like-
1: you do that when you wake up you go
0: uh, yeah, I, I I feel like that's true. I, f- I feel like there's a more scientific reasoning behind it, but that sounds right. No okay. right.
2: <laughs> like um,
1: <laughs> that like, sounds like science. So but yeah, there's What's a reason why
0: that? you. But like your stomach also knows when you're eating, and so like when you chew something, your stomach wakes up and goes, "Oh, I'm gonna get some stuff in a minute here, so I need to start producing chemicals." So if you've had surgery, you're retraining your body how to do the thing. Oh. And the best way they know how to do that in the beginning is sham feeding. So gotcha. basically, gum is a really good way. To sham feed you. Chewing gum after a colon surgery helps you recover sooner, by the way. If a patient chews gum for 15 minutes or for at least four times per day, it will reduce their recovery time from colon surgery by a day and a half.
2: The average
0: patient took 0.66 fewer days to fart and 1.1 fewer days to shit. When they were chewing gum post-bowel surgery. Really? Or colon surgery. Does that Saliva- work
1: in regular life too? Yeah, start chewing gum.
0: If you're not fucking shitting, right? if you don't got the poops, start chewing, chewing some, some gum. Because your man. body remembers yeah. that you eat and therefore you digest. Yeah. And, and now poop you need to poop. Out. Again, that's sham feeding. Saliva flow and production wow. is stimulated when gum is chewed. Gum also gets digestive juices flowing because of sham feeding. And that is the role of the central nervous system at the regulation of gastric secretions. Wow. So gum is essential to human um, society, to development.
1: That is insane. And uh, yeah, anybody out there who says gum is bullshit and uh, looks gross and unprofessional and stop chewing it, go
0: fuck yourself. Remind them that human beings are gross and unprofessional. But yeah, chew some gum, man. Uh, like Unless you have TMJ or something's going on with your jaw muscles, don't do it. But, like, uh, if, you're, if you're recovering from some kind of pelvic surgery or something where you need to get your intestines janking again, chewing gum will, will actually help you get your body back in order because it reminds your body that, oh, shit, I'm going to have a job to do. Now, here's my question to you, Kevin. We, we, we chew gum. We chew gum, and it helps us get digestion moving. But is gum
1: food? No. It is rubber. You just said it. And rubber is, rubber is not food.
0: According to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, if you're nasty, no. chewing gum is considered a food. Really? The term food means a raw, un, a raw, cooked, or processed edible substance, ice, beverage, or ingredient used for intended for use or for sale in whole or in part for human consumption or chewing gum. That is the (laughs) definition of food. They just
1: threw it in there, and chewing gum.
0: Chewing gum is defined as a food of minimal nutritional value. However, many of the ingredients in gum base have uses in inedible products, which raises concern in some consumers, like that woman that you know in the yoga class trying to sell you vagina candles.
1: Polyethylene. What fucking yoga class are you going Gwyneth to?
0: Gwyneth Paltrow. It's goop is what I'm talking about. Uh, People that talk about it's like, well, I don't want anything that's not a chemical that's natural. It's like all of things. Uh, Just everything is a chemical. Everything is a chemical. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Yeah. So gum uses polyethylene. Look at you, Gwyneth
1: of, Paltrow, you fucking you dummy. You fucking
0: dummy. But like, God damn it, do I love you in the Iron Man series. You're
1: really good.
0: Polyethylene is one of the most popular components of gum base, and it belongs to a common group of plastics, and it's used in plastic bags and hula hoops. So, specifically you're kinda, just tool hoops. Just uh, polyvinyl acetate is a sticky polymer found in glue. Uh-huh. Uh, and butyl rubber is typically used in caulking and the lining of car tires, also used in gum base.
1: Jesus Christ. Also,
0: paraffin wax, which is a byproduct of refined petroleum. So, gum is a Willy Wonka magic factory of chemicals and rubber mm. that you can find in tires and glue and bags and hula hoops but because it's broken down to its chemical sense it's totally fine for you to chew it
1: wow and wow. it also helps your body that's crazy that it's found in so many like what we consider to be to a certain degree sometimes really shitty artificial like most rubbers and things like that are hard to break but down Rubber you can't comes burn from it, somewhere. And it's a chemical it's crazy that's crazy to think that that's okay for us to chew on and we're all like fuck that, i love it you know right No, that's nuts. The things that we learn through science are amazing.
0: are amazing. And please don't put nuts in your gum. Kevin, that is the history of gum. Yay! It has been with you as long as you've been a
1: human. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, gum, like, uh, my aunt uh, chewed a lot of Wrigley's Spearmint gum. Gum was always around my house. Like, my family always chewed gum. I remember my dad used to always chew a half a piece of gum because he... He said he chewed too much gum when he was a kid cuz he put a whole bunch in his mouth all the time and now his jaw hurts. So he had to chew <laughs> yeah, half Yeah, that's up. called TMJ. That's just called you TMJ. You got <laughs> old. Yeah, But
0: yeah. I bet he shits like a king. Oh. All right, Kevin, now that we've done that, uh <laughs> what do you figure what do you figure's next on the list? Here, we we've learned about gum. Oh, We know that it helps you poop. We know that it helps you recover from surgery.
1: We oh, know that, that it's a necessary now part of our done? world. And then we go smoke that's a joint. also
0: made from hula yeah, What was happening then we that
1: then then were done we just to go smoke a joint. No,
0: it's time for some Uh,
2: All right, number
0: one. This is hard, and I made it especially hard for you. Oh,
1: God. Oh, I forgot that we do. I I haven't paid attention at all.
0: What was the name of the first commercial chewing gum?
1: Oh, it was uh, the State of Maine Spruce Gum.
0: I'm going to give that to you. Way to go. All right. The state of Maine, pure spruce gum. State of Maine, 1848, pure. Yeah. the first commercial chewing gum. Well done. Thank That's you. That's tough. Thank That's you. That's some hard ass shit. I'll take that. The first flavored chewing gum was created in the 1860s in Louisville, Kentucky by a pharmacist whose name
2: was?
1: Oh, fuck you now. That's not, fuck you.
2: What was his name?
1: His name was Stephen and, ah. Uh mm. John... Colgan, nah, cause Colgate, yeah, I should have known. Which
0: you thought, you know, burp, burp, Yeah, but but here's the thing, you forgot. Uh, and finally, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what is the technical name of the non-nutritive, non-digestible, water-insoluble, mas- mas- masticatory delivery system used to carry sweeteners, flavors, and any other substance? In chewing gum and bubble gum. Could. No, oh. gum base.
1: Gum base. I thought it was also called
0: cud though. Forms the cud.
1: Oh, it forms the. Ah, c- oh, stupid. Bolas, See, you know cud, what?
0: That's just the whole deal, man. What?
1: Who? Whose idea was this to do a show that had a lot of science and remembering Mine, things?
0: Because I love fucking science.
1: Well, science is amazing and it's fantastic. And I'd and rather just watch it on TV.
0: It it lasts it lasts a long time. So get close a little longer. Hold tight a little longer. Hold You'll your be breath shy. a little longer <laughs> longer with science. With that is a big red gum reference for those kids that grew up in the 80s. Oh. If you don't know what that commercial is, just Google Big Red gum
1: oh, I thought that was arid extra dry.
0: No, no, no that was Big Red.
1: Oh.
2: Longer bit Big Red. That big red that's freshness that's right through it. it. No fresh breath goes Unown. on and on. While you're chewing, so it night, goodbye a little, little longer.
0: longer. Make it last a little, little longer. longer. And your breath don't last a freshness. Whip big red! So, think about that. What made them last a little longer and all that cinnamon flavor with the different... No, gum base was at the end of it. It was all the chemicals, the flavoring components that you chewed before the end when the big red finally went away which actually did take a long time like big red I, was a solid piece of gum big
1: red was one of, that was my grandmother's favorite she loved cinnamon gum and it's still and my favorite was, kind
0: of gum i'm not a winter green guy i'm not a winter fresh guy i do love a, i do love a good a cinnamon gum i'm not a double mint spearmint guy i'm a
1: i'm a wintergreen spearmint mint person but cinnamon gum i was a big gum.
0: i was a big fan of the wintergreen winter fresh vibe back in the day and it still smells like my mom's purse did you however uh, Cinnamon gum has always been my favorite.
1: Were you familiar with a gum called Freshen Up? That was a hollow gum that was filled with a uh, like kind of like a candied gel in the center that was supposed to mint up. It was supposed to that sounds like like an extra freshener. Kind of like
0: there was like a so there was like blackjack was the licorice flavored gum. Gross. And then there were chicklets, which we actually didn't get chicklets, to talk about. Yeah, but that's was but that, that's that based was on the, the term chickle.
1: Oh, I do love chicklets. They're, chicklets are great. Those are ones you have to rock out like, it, well, because they had the big chicklets, so you'd have to eat like maybe two of those to get a run. Which honestly, of gum.
0: I think should have just been called big chicks. Right.
1: <laughs> and then there was the chicklets, the small ones, the little pouch that you'd have to eat pretty much the whole pouch to make like a piece of gum. Right. But so good.
0: Big League Chew. We haven't even talked about Big League Chew,
1: uh, which I just found out the other day too. About bubble tape is now Hubba Bubba bubble tape. Interesting. So Hubba Bubba has they made it more tape. complicated. Yeah, but it's also still delicious.
0: uh So yeah, again, if you look at the way the gum base is made, some of it's soft, some of it's harder. But in the end, once you chew out all the flavoring components, it's still the same thing. You're just chewing rubber.
1: Yeah, just chewing just rubber. Biting.
0: You just chawing tires.
1: That explains why my jaw's terrible.
0: <laughs> um, Do you have any Mister Thank Yous for for this episode? Uh,
1: Mister Thank You, as always, to our sponsor Chuck Patella at Howard Street Brewing, sixteen seventeen West Howard Street. If you're in Chicago, go to the northernmost tap room in Chicago and get some delicious fucking beer, and say hello to the manager of Melissa as well too. She's yeah, amazing. She's over there too. And uh, as always, a big Mister Thank You to uh, Jason Moody Jason for our Kickass Moody. Theme Song. Uh, to you, Joshua. Thank you. You're amazing. Thanks for bringing all the science. Yeah. And to my cat here, Axe Cop. Hey, Axe for, Cop. Uh, taking care of Meow. my sweater. Uh,
0: I want to give a big Mr. Thank You to City Lit Theater for having me in a play for mm. the first time in five years. And an extra big, uh, well, first of all, Mr. Thank You to you, Kevin, for always having me. And to Axe Cop, because Axe Cop is, star- Axe Cop. And to Axe Cop is staring at me right now. and uh, But big Mr. Thank You to the memory of
2: of uh, the great macho man who's chewing up history one tooth at a time your gum base will be your downfall your flavoring combo patterns will disappear in the mighty jaws of the macho man each flavor disappearing as I chew as I bring myself to the gum base basically chawing on the rubber of what was left of your legacy and that is where I will you, and I will continue until it is all over, until there's nothing left, man, nothing left of the ionosphere, nothing left of the stratosphere. I'm hoping you're fading out as
0: as I'm doing this into the song.
2: Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock, it's just lying in your junk drawer.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh
2: (laughs) Uh-oh! Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.